0: On this episode of the Answers on Aging podcast.
1: And I'm sure a lot of y'all have heard of early onset or late onset. And that actually has nothing to do with the stage of the dementia or the Alzheimer's that they are in. It has to do with the age. So early onset Alzheimer's develops between the ages of 30 and 60 And then late onset occurs after the age of 60.
2: Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal, and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real life. Real-time issues and will often feature special guests who bring expert level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified Elder Law Attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30-plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging.
0: That is correct. This is the Answers on Aging podcast, and as always, my name is Todd Watley, and thankfully, as always, I am accompanied today by Sarah Scott. Hey, hey. Sarah.
1: What's up, Todd Watley?
0: Well, it's been a week. What's new? We missed last week. I'm uh-huh. sorry. It was just, I had a grandson born. Yeah. I had a sick dog. Just life mm. was a lot last week and Sarah had a busy week and we did not. We missed a week. Our first we week did. in a year and
1: a little over a year, actually right over a year. Yeah. yeah. February. Yeah.
0: So our track record is still pretty good, but we did miss a week, but that's we okay. Did. We have a good show this week.
1: We always have a good show, <laughs> but today, um, we're going to answer the question. What is dementia? And talk about some of the different types of dementia. Mm-hmm. We, um, work with a lot of clients who have dementia. I would say
0: more than half of the people we work with have a diagnosis of dementia.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's
0: pretty accurate. A very common question is what does mom have Alzheimer's or does she have dementia? Mm
1: -hmm, Yeah.
0: And we always just kind of smile because that's an interesting question.
1: It is. It's interesting, but it's also very common. Yeah. Very common. so, Um, The way I like to explain it is if you just picture in your mind an umbrella and you've got the word dementia up over the top of the umbrella, then you've got underneath the umbrella all these different words and one of them is Alzheimer's because it's a type of dementia. So it's kind of like the rectangle is a square, but a square isn't a rectangle or whatever that thing is, Um, you know. Alzheimer's is dementia. It's a type of dementia. It's, it's the most dementia. common mm-hmm.
0: type of dementia. So exactly, you may have it in, yeah, you do. So the thing that I'm looking at, which is brightfocus.org is a um, organization, obviously, and they're under their definition of dementia. It says cognitive actions of the brain in involve the skills we use to get along in the world. Dementia is diagnosed when a cognitive skill becomes impaired so much that a person can no longer get along independently. Mm -hmm. The cognitive problem or problems in dementia are acquired rather than lifelong as occurs within intellectual disability, for example. So it is something that comes on. Yeah. It's not there lifelong. It, comes on later on yeah this definition
1: um is from dementia.org and it says Mm -hmm. that um you know there are many variables associated with dementia symptoms Mm -hmm. and there isn't a consistent pattern to the way they are impacted by dementia But a person is impacted by their condition in different ways at each stage of the disease. So in order to be diagnosed with a type of dementia, that patient has to go through neurological evaluations, cognitive testing, just the whole works, which helps the doctors determine the rate of cognitive decline and what possible therapy or treatments um, would be most appropriate for that individual. So... As we said, um, Alzheimer's is the most popular or most common type of dementia. And basically, all of dementia is irreversible. You right. Know?
0: And it's, it's progressive. Mm-hmm. It starts very, very minor, um, and then it progressively gets worse. Mm-hmm. And so many times in the very early stages of dementia, only the person themselves realizes, you know, forgot their name, or Mm -hmm. I can't find my keys, or, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. And not just because you forget someone's name, or can't find your keys, God forbid, because that happens to me frequently, doesn't mean that you have dementia, but it starts very simply. Yeah. And then it progresses, you know, the person closest to you who spends the most time with you, typically a spouse, then starts to see things happen. Mm -hmm. But You know, they can still cover it up. They can go to church. They can go out in public, go out to eat. And really no one outside of that spouse would recognize it until it gets worse. And then it just progressively gets worse until finally something is affected. Mm. And that's when most people go to the doctor and they do those neurological.
1: neurological Neurological
0: test and come up with the diagnosis. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure a lot of y'all have heard of early onset or late onset. And that actually has nothing to do with the stage of the dementia or the Alzheimer's that they are in. It has to do with the age. So early onset Alzheimer's develops between the ages of 30 and 60 and then late onset occurs after the age of 60. Okay. So it has nothing to do with where they are in the disease process. It has to do with where they are in their age.
0: I remember a few years ago, there was a lady who was late thirties mm. and diagnosed with Alzheimer's and, you mm. know, she had kids at home and it was incredibly, Gosh. Um, Powerful, I'll yeah. say, you know, just because she was so young and mm-hmm. having these memory problems. And, yeah, I, I think I could be wrong, but I think that's the only one that really affects early. I mean, can you get all th- these other dementias later on? I, I, I mean, that early in life? Yeah, yeah. I know oh, can the, you? Okay.
1: temporal dementia, which we're going to talk about um, a little bit later in this episode is pretty popular in younger people. Okay. So, but just for the record, Alzheimer's um, accounts for this, this article says fifty to eighty percent of of the cases of dementia, like yes. as a whole.
0: Right. It is Alzheimer's so, wow. mm-hmm. so half of the people under this umbrella have Alzheimer's? Yep. To yep. use that analogy, and it's it can be. Pretty much diagnosed, Um, you can rule other things out and say, okay, the only thing left is Alzheimer's, but Mm -hmm. you really cannot diagnose Alzheimer's until you do a biopsy of the brain, and you can't do that until someone passes away, but you'll hear these things called plaques and tangles, and it's Mm -hmm. protein developments in the brain that just choke out the Neurons so that they don't work. And you'll see in a late um, Alzheimer's person, a CT scan, their brain has just shrunk. Right. It's, just there's shrinks. so much empty space in the skull. It, mm-hmm. it just does devastating things to the brain. And, and so, you know, it is progressive. You you can decrease the symptoms, but you can't stop it from progressing. And it's just, you know, one of those things that it just gets worse until. And I think what's interesting is it seems like the person regresses in age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you they know, go backwards. They go backwards. And, mm-hmm. you know, when the person advances to the stage where they're trying to go home mm-hmm. and they are living in their home, that many times they've been, been living there 30 years but they want to go home it's because they are now to the age of 10 years old Mm -hmm. and they want to go back to that home that they were in 10 years ago and this is not that home and so that's why they're always trying to leave and wander and it's just so frustrating because and they may see you as their spouse as their grandparent or their parent it's because they're now 20 years old and Mm -hmm. you being 60 years old well that's a grandparent or 70 years old and so you can tell where they are in this regression as to how they see other people
1: Mm -hmm. okay
0: eventually gets to the point where the person is in the fetal position basically and just dies
1: i know it's a brutal brutal disease okay Frontotemporal dementia is a type of degenerative dementia, and it's a little bit more aggressive, but it almost exclusively affects the frontal lobe in our brains. Um, it's also referred to as Pick's disease, which is a form of dementia that is characterized by degener- degeneration of the brain's frontal lobe, um, so it gets a lot smaller. Um and it can be really difficult to accurately diagnose because many of their of the symptoms for frontotemporal dementia, um, the the symptoms vary strongly from one person to another. Um, but there's almost always going to be a really significant change in their behavior. This is where you
0: know, frontal lobe is what. That's where your personality is. That's where your behavior is. And you'll see people start doing some bizarre things.
1: Yeah. Or I've even seen like really kind of grumpy people get nice. Hmm. And I'm so there's hope for me, right? There's hope for you, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so behavioral changes, like notable, significant behavioral changes, but I had a, um, a participant when I was running the adult day program, this lady came in and she was wanting her mother-in-law to start coming to see us like Uh three or four times a week. And she was telling me, you know, about how, when she just married her husband, her mother-in-law hated her guts. And now that she has progressed in the (laughs) with dementia, she's like, her mother-in-law's favorite person and her mother-in-law has actually become this really nice lady. And she's like, we knew something was up because not only did she start liking me, she, she became pleasant and she had never been pleasant. That's interesting. Yeah. It's, um, anyway, it was interesting. And then another, um, like, main category of symptoms for frontotemporal dementia is aphasia, progressive non fluent aphasia, more specifically. But it's basically you gradually lose the ability to find words, and sometimes you even think that you're saying them correctly, but you're not. Other times you can hear that you're not saying it correctly, your brain knows the right words, you just can't literally get them out. Yeah. So frustrating. And
0: we were recording this on April 1st, 2022. And just this week, a very famous actor came out with aphasia. Yeah. Bruce Willis has announced. And I find that strange because aphasia is typically not something by itself. It is the result of something else, but they're just coming out saying Bruce Willis has aphasia. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious what it's, what is related to it. It could be this, could be a mini stroke. I mean, aphasia just doesn't occur. It is a symptom of something else. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yeah, I find that interesting because with frontal temporal, the thing that you'll see is people do start acting differently. Mm -hmm. And that's that's even before the memory issues, Mm -hmm. but it is a Type of dementia where the frontal lobe, where your personality is, starts to decline.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's talk about vascular dementia.
0: Previously, I think this is what everybody, my grandparents was like, you know, cousin so-and-so has, he's now senile. You know, he's oh. just become senile, yeah. senility, as the previous generations called it, I think was just old-fashioned vascular dementia.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's really common for stroke victims uh-huh. to have vascular dementia because of the lack of blood flow. Um, but you and and these symptoms are more suddenly onset after an acute episode like a stroke uh-huh. or an accident. Uh-huh. Um, and so some of the symptoms of vascular dementia are confusion, again, trouble speaking or concentrating, loss of vision. Uh, difficulty solving problems or completing tasks. It's very common for people with vascular dementia to have hallucinations. Mm-hmm. And I've always just the experience of working in the nursing home with residents who have vascular dementia. It always makes me think that's the main one. Like it just, it seems like those people with vascular dementia have just really mean tendencies Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it makes you mean or if there's just so much going on in your head Mm -hmm. that you're frustrated all the time and you can't control Mm -hmm. what's going on and that makes you mad and then you're mean but um it's yeah it seems to be a common common thread
0: yeah and just like our Hearts, you know, have decreased blood flow, resulting in the need for bypass surgery. That same plaque buildup happens in the brain and therefore decreases the blood flow. And And it can be very sudden, but I've also seen it just come on slowly, yeah. you know, where it's... it's I just, just lost my train of thought. It is not the... Alzheimer's type that, you know, becomes that type of dementia. It's just becoming slower, not thinking clearly. And it's just because the blood flow is decreasing to the brain.
1: Mm-hmm. So basically, as far as treatments, of course, I'm sure most of you know, there is no cure for dementia or for any of these types of dementia. But um, typically, doctors will um, set goals for treatment of for those who have vascular dementia to help with their communication and cognitive abilities. So a lot of speech therapy Mm -hmm. and um, medication, sometimes mental exercises and a caregiver to help, help keep them safe.
0: And I think just with, you know, just like with your heart, you can um, increase blood flow through exercise, different things like that should help um, keep, Keep that at bay. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. So one interesting type of dementia I find interesting, and I've only met one person with this type of, of dementia, but it's called Huntington's disease. And it's a progressive disorder that causes the brain to lose nerve cells um, and it affects the part of the brain that regulates your mood, movement, and cognitive skills. There are only about 30,000 people in the U.S. who are known to have Huntington's disease. Mm-hmm. Um, most people start showing symptoms at a younger age, usually between 30 and 50. And, um, but this article says that some symptoms can manifest as early as two years old. Wow. Have you seen on TikTok, I've showed you a few of their videos, the San Filipino or San Filippo disease. It's mm-hmm. like the kids version mm-hmm. of of dementia. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it is heartbreaking. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. These, these kids it die heartbreaking. Five, six, seven years old yeah.
0: from from dementia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Goodness.
1: it's so sad. Um, but any any time somebody has Huntington's disease, um, At 20 or younger, it's called juvenile Huntington's. And several symptoms vary, but typically, again, we'll see those behavioral changes, a lot of irritability or hallucinations or even psychosis, um, abnormal muscle movements.
0: I think of Huntington's as the... Abnormal muscle movement you know, where, you know, they're just flailing constantly. constantly and,
1: oh, yeah. Geez. We had a lady in the first nursing home I ever worked in. She was young. She was in her forties and she was so skinny because she could not be still. Yeah. She and burned a bazillion. All those calories that yeah. we were just pumping into her would not, I mean, it wouldn't maintain her weight. Goodness. It's really, really, really scary.
0: Yeah, let's talk about Louie body. That's one of the most interesting ones because it is almost always. Um, I think it's it's very quick when you have it. It typically comes on and progresses quickly, and it's almost always um, associated with behavioral issues. Mm-hmm. I've seen, you know, men with Lewy body just become very, um, sometimes very sexual, yeah. very aggressive. And it's just, it's, I think it's one of the worst just because it is, it's comes on very quickly and just causes some really bizarre symptoms.
1: It is. And it's oftentimes misdiagnosed as Parkinson's or mm-hmm. vice versa, or mm-hmm. sometimes you have both. Um, Oh, what was his name? Robin Williams mm-hmm. yeah. had Lewy body dementia. Yep. Um, you'll see a lot of usual slow, rigid movements, shaking or tremors, balance issues, fainting, difficulty with concentration, again, hallucinations, um, personality or mood changes, problems sleeping, confusion, and memory loss.
0: Yeah, it's one of the very interesting ones. Um, there are,
1: there are several different types of dementia, but I think one, um, that you don't really think about or may not even know about is mixed dementia. And so that's when you take, um, different types of dementia, like what we've been talking about, um, and you put them together. It's a it's a mixture of Alzheimer's and vascular or Lewy body. Lewy body and Alzheimer's or Lewy body and Parkinson's. And so um, mixed dementia is characterized by symptoms and abnormalities of more than one type of dementia once. It usually entails some combination of Alzheimer's and vascular or um, Alzheimer's and Lewy bodies.
0: Yeah, that... This article says that um, people over eighty typically have, if if they have dementia, it is a mixed dementia. They mm. they have more than just one.
1: Interesting. Those suffering from demen- from mixed dementia may see the combination. Wait, I already said that. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> it's okay. And unfortunately, there is no
0: cure. Yeah, for any dementia, it's just the brain is so complex and so um, hard to pin down, Mm -hmm. and it just does so many things. But so, what are some things to hopefully prevent dementia?
1: Well, first, if you smoke, quit smoking. For a whole lot of reasons. Yeah. 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 And then restricting alcohol and recreational drug use. Hmm. You want to keep your mind as active as you possibly can, so sitting in front of the television and binge-watching Netflix, while it might stimulate your mind, it's not really giving your mind a lot of exercise in the places that you need to keep it active. Do
0: you do Wordle? No. Okay. My whole family does it, and I just refuse. No. Not doing it, so bring on the dementia.
1: You also need to uh, Mm. stay socially active. Yeah. And we've talked about that. Mm -hmm. Although, if you've listened to this podcast, you know by now how important it is to stay moving, stay active, stay social, Mm -hmm. stay healthy.
0: Stay healthy. Sleep, get quality sleep.
1: Mm hmm. We could both do better at that. Isn't
0: that the truth? Manage stress. <laughs> I think I'm doing okay with that, and just stay on top of your other health problems, like high cholesterol, diabetes, high blood pressure, all of that leads to a bad heart, also leads to that vascular dementia. And you want to keep the entire body healthy. And if the entire body is healthy, the brain's going to benefit from that and hopefully set this off just as long as possible. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully you now fully understand dementia. And please don't ask do I have Alzheimer's or do I have dementia? It is, it is dementia. Okay. And there are multiple types of dementia. And so please understand this and know that there are treatments, there are things they can do. You can't fix it, but you can decrease the symptoms and stay healthy, stay active. Keep listening to us. Okay. Please tune in every week. If you, if we don't, it went up like last week. You can always go back and re-listen to an old one if you've not listened to it, but as always we are very thankful for everyone who listens and we're we're getting over 400 downloads a month.
1: We're happy about that, but yeah. we also want to keep it growing. So mm-hmm. tell
0: people about it. Tell
1: people about this podcast. You can check out our webpage, you can check out us on TikTok now. Mhm.
2: Facebook. Mm -hmm. We're all
1: over the place. So thanks so much for listening and come back and see us next week.
2: All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy to find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about this episode, visit AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips to see Todd and Sarah live. Check out our Facebook page, Answers on Aging, to catch a live feed of their radio show every Wednesday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions, so please let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family.